Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1419. So we're doing this again. All right, let's talk about the whole user review nonsense that's happening. Punch it, Chewie. I'm Taylor Gray from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So it's happening again, and (laughs) man alive. This is kind of crazy. I'm talking about the user review situation on places like Rotten Tomatoes. Let's talk about Rotten Tomatoes specifically because that's where the bulk of this is happening. And heaven knows it's going to be the source of all sorts of news stories in the coming days and weeks once Solo A Star Wars Story comes out. So look, I just went through a whole bunch of upcoming releases on Rotten Tomatoes to look at what the user scores are for people who are interested in seeing the movies. I'm telling you, most, if not all of them, okay, no, I definitely not all of them, all right? But the lion's share of them, 90% or more people want to see these movies based on the user reviews. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, there's a movie about the sculptor Rodin that has an 18% critic score and 82% of Rotten Tomatoes users want to see that movie. So how is it possible that... of Rotten Tomatoes users do not want to see Solo A Star Wars Story. I mean, the only other thing on Rotten Tomatoes right now that's getting this kind of merciless treatment is the upcoming remake of Superfly, which has a 50-odd percent user interest rating, and that's only based on, like, 20 user reviews. Meanwhile, there have been another 3,000 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes for user feedback and input over the last few days. It's gone from 11,000 to 14,000, so it just jumped by a couple of thousand, and it dropped the percentage from 44% want to see it to 38%. So something weird has to be going on here. I mean, period, paragraph, end of story. And it seems like the only real answer to it is is whatever happened with The Last Jedi and the way that it set people off, well, it's only five months down the line from The Last Jedi and people are still apparently feeling very wounded about that whole situation. And so they're taking it out on Solo, a Star Wars story right now. And if you want to throw out an expanded universe idea about, well, you know, this is retelling the Han Solo origin story and there were already Han Solo origin stories and so maybe this is going to undo it and that's possibly a source of ire, well, I don't think that necessarily holds water in this case because... They did it with Rogue One. There was already a story about how the Rebels got a hold of the Death Star plans to begin with in the old Expanded Universe, and that story was utterly wiped out and retold with Rogue One. And Rogue One has some fantastic reviews and feedback. That one is sitting at an 87% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, so apparently whatever people have been feeling about The Last Jedi didn't cause them to go backward in time and start hating on Rogue One or anything like that. So what is it that is driving this deep dissatisfaction among some people? Well, 
I mean, the only thing that really jumps out at me is, I mean, I know people can have different opinions about movies and whatnot, but I think it comes down to Luke Skywalker more than anything else. I think that, I mean, just even reflecting on my own feelings about this, I mean, I enjoyed The Last Jedi a lot, and yet, in the time that we were in between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi and realizing that Luke Skywalker was being brought into the picture and how when you heard about Michael Arndt, who was the original screenwriter of The Force Awakens, how he talked about bringing Luke Skywalker into The Force Awakens early and every time he tried to do that, that the movie stopped because it was like, oh, what's going to happen? Or the script stopped because it was just in script form, right? What's he going to do? What's going to happen? We've all been operating under the belief that he is so incredibly powerful that if you put him in a fight, he's just going to lay waste to everyone. And what he demonstrated in The Last Jedi, I mean, that would have to take some incredible force power to be able to project himself across the galaxy like that. So yes, he is absolutely that powerful. But I think we all wanted to see him kicking butt and taking names. Like, that's what it really came down to. People wanted to see the Luke Skywalker that we remembered from Return of the Jedi and the original trilogy. And yeah, Han Solo was kind of pretty much like the Han Solo that we remembered from the original trilogy. I mean, he had the same kind of situation, I guess, as Luke in that you know, life got him down and took a few bad turns and, oh, he's not with Leia anymore and, oh, his son went to the dark side. But, you know, there was still a lot of love for The Force Awakens, even for that, even for the fact that it was, you know, comparatively repetitive in its beats to the original Star Wars. Okay, you know, let's be honest, it was. But, wow, you mess with Luke and it's another story entirely. And maybe Lucasfilm should have seen it coming because the This Is Madness tournament that they used to do, they didn't do it for the last two years, but they used to do a March Madness style character bracket and you would have to pick what your favorite character was. Yoda won it in year one and Obi-Wan won it year two, Darth Vader won it in year three, but the last year they did it was in 2016 and it was just after The Force Awakens came out and Luke Skywalker won it there and I think that could have been a sign to tell you, hey, fan anticipation about what Luke Skywalker is going to be up to in The Last Jedi is off the hook, it's off the charts, it's off whatever old-timey phrase you want to say, and so... It's still hurting people. It's still a very difficult thing for some people to accept. So maybe it's a good thing that episode 9 isn't coming out for another year and a half. Maybe some of the fervor will die down. But unfortunately, it seems like we're going to have to live with it for a little while longer because Solo A Star Wars Story is almost here. It's coming out tomorrow night, which is ridiculously exciting, really. I mean... Who doesn't want to see Solo on the big screen? Who doesn't want to see it? Okay, yeah, there are some people who say they don't. But whatever Rotten Tomatoes is telling you about all the people who don't want to see it, sorry, system's game there, unfortunately. Not believing it. All right, I'm going to take a quick break now, and we'll do Last Jedi Trivia afterwards. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. May the 4th is Star Wars Day, and it's also the date of our 1400th episode. So to celebrate all during the month of May, you can get the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book for just 7 dollars That's whether you pay in dollars, pounds, or euros, just 
777 at sw7x7.com slash TFA for the U.S. version of Amazon, or just search for the unofficial Force Awakens trivia book on any European version of Amazon. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you why Poe Dameron was shooting all the cannons on the top of that dreadnought, and that was so the bombers could attack it without getting shot down themselves. And today's question for you is, why couldn't Captain Kennedy shoot down Poe's starfighter, even though General Hux really wanted him to? And that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge a blockade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not astromech cannon fodder, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.